Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Today on Pennant Deep, we have our long awaited season preview. We talk about what Kentucky is going to look like this year. We have special guest KSR football expert Freddie Maggard steps in. We know a lot of people are looking forward to hearing Will Levis this week. We get into that a little bit at the beginning, but Freddie just stepped in and knocked it out of the absolute park. We debut some new segments. We have some of your favorite segments like True or Not True. And obviously the famous, not hard to say, men do what they want to do. No. Men do. No. Boys do what they want to do. Men do what they have to do. Segment of the week. Forget all of that. Let's jump into it. So go every time. So others may. Every time. Get some. Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pennant Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by Kentucky. Welcome into Pennant Deep. I must admit, I feel a little bit uh, weird sitting in front of these lights and cameras and everything like that. We've got a guest that we're going to get to, but as always, with me is former UK kicker. And extraordinaire Hall of Famer, uh, disappointed he missed out on the top ten. Miles Butler, how are you? I was nine, wasn't I? Oh, on your list, I was nine. On my list. Well, that's what I. You got a lot of credit for being in the top ten, but I didn't quite. I thought I was an honorable mention, maybe. Yeah, I went and accepted uh, the fact that I was already in the top ten without reading the list. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't. But we'll get to that. Brent, welcome, a top KS bar as always. How are you? Doing good. I had to. 
rearrange the whole couch situation. So I'm thankful for the extra set of hands, but it was a, a little bit of a late start and a new thing here with the cameras and everything. So it's the first time doing this, uh, a, a podcast on YouTube that's not over Zoom. So I'm interested to see how it looks. It after will be the fact. interesting. So it will be interesting. Only well, up from here. I want to give us a quick update for those that were very excited for Will Levis. Um, take a moment here to uh, gather our thoughts. Moment of silence. Huh? Moment of silence. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, after much negotiation, <laughs> we, uh, we unfortunately lost Will, which is a shame. Um, not really his fault, not really our fault, just something that came up, which is a shame. But, I mean, we've got an even better guest today, so really unlucky Will, move over, and uh, <laughs> we brought in the better guest. So we're happy... Uh, where we're sitting, but yeah, it was a shame. Um, we basically ticked off with everything with Will, and it just kind of fell through at the last moment. But we will have all the usual stuff that we normally have today in the season preview. Obviously, extended look into the Kentucky Wildcats team. We'll also have a few new segments, a few segments from the past that we've always enjoyed. Um, but I want to get to one Twitter question first off the top, Miles, if that's okay with you. We usually do these at the end, but I don't think we can wait with this one. Yeah, I don't think we can either um, because it's very important. It actually was good timing. Well, so, you, said, you said it, you didn't see it, but I sent it to you. Yeah, you sent it to you. me. So, I sent it to you. So it was from um, a Twitter uh, personality called Max Duffy. Um, we asked for questions. Max says, Hey, Max, of all people on your show, who would you least want in your foxhole? Sincerely, Max Duffy. Which I oh, said, well, we can talk about that on the show. Question. That's what the people want to know. question. I already know where this is going. And we have a man on our show, and it could be either of you. I'm going to leave that up for debate. Where we came to one of the shows a couple of weeks back, and there was just no gear here. No equipment, no No box, shirts, no shorts, no, no shorts, helmets, nothing. not one ounce of gear. Uh, I then were like, well, that's all right. You know, one strike, whatever. You will give him a pass. It could be either of you, by the way. And then got to, uh, hey, Max, uh, we need you to come down and do like a little trial run with the whole YouTube thing that's going on, the video, the audio. Let's just make sure it's all good. No, no problem. Took time out of my day, came down here. 45 minutes later, after sitting here, nothing had been done, nothing was here. Uh, all right, well, Max, you can go. Okay, well, thank you, uh, whoever that was. Um, appreciate you com me coming down for 45 minutes for no reason. And then today, uh, hey, Max, um, I know you're already at KS Bar up the top, and we're all ready to go. No, but, no, um, no. Can you please bring your laptop? Because we need a laptop, and I forgot to ask any of you about a laptop. So, laptop. Uh, was That's that you? what was needed. Was that you or was that who, – who do you think that would be? Well, you called me and said you were clearing the search history before you came with it as well, which was good. <laughs> but I was glad you could get here. I don't know who it was between the two. Listen, I'm defending myself, okay? I got to edit the thing afterwards. I got to get this set up. The lights, the, the camera situation, the post-production, all of it. I mean, you get to show up and talk and – so that's fun. But okay, like, I know, I, I, know I have responsibilities. I do. Coach Belichick. Okay. Know do your, your job. Yeah, know your role and do your job. Do your job. Do your job. Miles, is your job to set up any of this? I or just do drive any of the from Nashville it would and be I get a, here and I talk. It would be courteous. It would be courteous. Courteous. Very courteous. To do what? Like the, I don't know, like help move, like Max helped move the couch. He did help move the couch, which was massive. You want me to cook you breakfast too? Like, what all do you that want That would be me? nice. His job okay. is to drive from Nashville, turn up, and provide low quality of sound input. 
Yes, and I do a very do a good great job, job of that. that. Yes, Listen, I do and my the problem job is for me is well. Brent. It's not even strike three. I've got it written here. I've actually taken a tally over the whole time. It's about strike eighty-five. No chance. No chance. About strike eighty-five. So anyway, um, the answer I, to that question. It's really frustrating though because I'll text you guys about the show and be like, "Hey, what are we doing here?" Like, you know, what, I'm trying to get like a better sense of direction of what we're doing each week, and every response I get, it's never like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do this or we're gonna do this," and we think we should do this it's really like from you wtf shut up what are you doing from miles brent stop shut up quit so i mean like i'm kind of i'm kind of those done. questions it is absolutely we need to be on the same page one team it's one of those one like, cohesive unit time, the first couple times i was trying to be nice but it's like fool me can't get fooled again not anymore <laughs> what do you mean fool me can't get fooled again that's the saying isn't it uh, hey i'm with you I'm you, with you. You know what I mean. Yeah. And it's, we're gonna give, we'll give you about 100 strikes. If you get over 100 this year, then we might have to find someone new. I, if I sneeze, it's a strike. I will say that. I, I'm a good sport, but you all are – it's a little unfair. Come on. It's just a little bit. It's unfair that you don't do your role. Anyway, we'll move yeah, okay. on. We'll move on. We've got, right. You've got more responsibility this year. You've actually got to ask a few questions, so I'm looking forward to those. There will be feedback if the questions aren't up to scratch. That's a, I don't even want to – I, I could ask the, the best question ever. and I, I, We you, can't help that. Do you okay. want us to lower our expectations of you, or do you want to meet yeah. the ones that we have? You know the best coaches and the players – the best players like to be coached yes. hard. They demand the most out of themselves. Correct. Yes. And it so comes to And I'm very, I'm very happy with the resources I had that I got this set up in time by yep. 4 o'clock. So I, I will say I should at least have some strikes taken away. Okay. Goodwill. 83. Goodwill. Good, that's goodwill. I think I've earned some goodwill. Well, goodwill doesn't in, in, uh, actually come on this show anymore, so oh, it doesn't yeah. exist. If the count's 0-2 and you turn around and say something nice to the umpire, do they take a strike away? No. You don't get strikes uh, give me some. Out. Give me some leeway no. on the edges. No. Okay, we've got to move on. Good Firstly, question. Firstly, Miles, you look good, good in your shirt, huh? by the way. You look good in your shirt. Thank you. That's a nice well. shirt. Thank you. Well, Brent, you do too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to it. Kentucky Branded for giving us yeah. two shirts. Kentucky Branded. Thank yeah. you all. Yeah. Thanks. Could, couldn't get a third one. <laughs> couldn't get, they well, just the said, last well, two shirts they had. I actually asked them and I said, can we get some shirts for the show? And they said, you and Miles will have a shirt on Friday. That's all good. <laughs> I like my closet. I don't buy I'm from just Kentucky happy that they so included okay. No, we'll, we'll get you one, Brad. We'll get you one. Um, I think it's time that we introduce the guest. I was about to that say. That we have. <laughs> uh, all-time uh, sports knowledge. Probably the most knowledgeable person in Kentucky football at the moment, hands down, even more than Mark Stoops. Probably knows the team better than Mark Stoops. Probably knows the offense better than the offensive coordinator and definitely knows the defense better than Brad White. Freddie, welcome. Thanks, Max. Uh, I think you left out the key part of, of his resume. He's your inspiration for football. When you were growing up, you watched Freddie play. Ah, uh, correct. And that's what really got you into American yeah. football to begin with. Max, I voted for you. You were wow. in my top ten. Let's Straight get that out of the way. We're going to get to that. Okay. Because I wasn't sure how I this to dynamic clear was. No, 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 no. I, I wasn't sure how this dynamic was going to no, go. No, no. I had you on the list. I had you all, uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention? Yeah. I'm questioning your list now, but that's <laughs> well, okay. I'll take it, yeah. There was a kicker that broke records, so. Eh, what was probably, okay? Yeah. What was your top ten? Do you Man, remember? I can't remember what I had for breakfast. I mean, you're asking me Did something. Did you have Josh Allen one? Yes. He was it, unanimous. That was unanimous he? one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I did. One yet. of my entries uh, was I had – uh, Drake Jackson slash Luke Fortner. Okay. I had them as one. Yeah, I agree. I had you in there, and then pretty much everybody, you know. I was at two. You were – I think you were four or five. Oh, wow. Dang. You want my reasoning? Five. Yeah, okay. Okay. Josh Allen, 
national award winner. Yep. You, national award winner. Right? You Slightly did it. Role. You two did it better than anybody in the country at your position that year, which for me, that's one year out of nine. Thus, I had you in my top two. I think you were actually in my top five. Well, I appreciate that. I'm not sure that I agree with that, but I appreciate it. I also voted. I didn't have myself in my own top ten. I had Josh Allen at one, as like everyone else. Um, I had uh, the only person that I actually had was Elijah Barnett at ten, and Nick Roush didn't think that was very funny. Um, but I just feel like the camaraderie that he brought to the, the group and the, the work in the weight room. Who would have you had at one? Who would I have had? Yes. Josh Allen. Who would, have you, you, who would have you had that you think maybe wouldn't have fit in a top ten? Who would I have had that didn't make their list? Yeah. Mm, I mean, you didn't make it. You literally won the award for your position as best in the country. Yeah, but it's just a punter. Uh, but still, like, that's – Well, I appreciate I, okay, it. Okay, I bet if you asked Coach Stoops, he would never answer it. But if you asked him to make his list, you would definitely make that it. That would be a good list. Because, like, the year you won it, the kicker was not good. The nope. defense was good. The offense was – we ran the ball well. But, like, you kept us in a lot of games when we couldn't get field goals. 2000, when I won it, we had Lynn at quarterback. That was that year. Yeah. So, it was interesting. Um, it's okay. I, did I didn't put 10. you in the top ten either. Huh? I didn't put you in the top ten either. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Top. So, um, for those of you that are wondering what we're talking about, there's a top ten that was voted on by KSR, and basically you could give your top ten. It was about 12 to 15 people, I think, that voted came out, so go check out that list. Um, and then I decided to do my own because I felt a little bit hard done by. And I did do my top 10 media members. Um, and I'm sorry, Freddie, I do, uh, you yeah. know, as you, as you know, it was a very serious list. Um, and I, I put that out. It went uh, Larry Vort, Dick Gabriel, Michael Bennett, John Huang, Lonnie Damar, Stone Cold Willow, Ryan Lemon, pre-KSR. It's important. Dawson Rule, which, Dawson, you've still got me blocked, so if you could unblock me, that'd be great. Adam Banks, the Mark Stoops hater at, no, at eight. Yeah. Mo, uh, nine, sorry. Miles Butler at ten. Ten. And the worst, by far, Nick Roush. I mean, deservingly so. Yeah. yeah. Did Nick, was Nick upset he didn't make your list? Uh, well, he did make the list, at worst. Well, I guess he did, yeah, fair the enough. The funniest thing was about all that, and we'll move on pretty fast, but I had about 15 people message me and say, Typical Max, you included no females in this list. <laughs> like, you sexist pig. Okay, everyone, it was a joke. And if I put the females in that list that deserve to actually be in a real list, then they would be very annoyed it's that they almost, made this list. It's better that you left them off. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's because Stone Cold at six with Maggie Davis at seven, I think Maggie Davis might have had a few issues <laughs> with that. As she should. Um, okay, let's get into some football because that's what we're here to talk about. Um, we're going to go back to some of our old segments here. We've got true or not true. So as we know, Mark Stoops, favorite saying in the locker room, true or not true. And it's always true. It's the easiest question. It doesn't question. have to always be true on this show, but with Mark Stoops, it is always true. True or not true, true or not true. He'd throw it out every, seg- every single meeting. So the first true or not true, Freddie, starting with you, there is more unknowns than people give credit for this year with the Kentucky Wildcats. Not true. Okay. Expand. Wow. Hold on. Are we saying that Mark Stoops says it or it's the truth or not I'm truth? saying that's the truth. Oh, I think it's the truth. Yeah. I do. Uh, for me, uh, I wrote my Miami of Ohio, Ohio article today, and once I got into the article, Max, 
the more unknowns that surfaced. Yes, Dane Key, Barry on Brown, Travion Robinson, they, on paper they're really good. <clears throat> but Wondell and Josh Ali accounted for almost 70% of catches last year. They're gone. Yep. So that's a lot of unproven production. Now, the interior offensive line, proven. Exterior, on the edge, Jeremy Flax, David Wallaball. I've not seen it yet. And that's a big, big question mark because I think one of the strengths of the team is going to be tied in, which a lot of those guys are proven. But if you have to chip and block those tight ends to make up for a tackle deficiency, that takes away a, a, a pass-catching weapon. Um, <coughs> defensive line, I think, is deep. But we've not seen a lot of those guys yep. do it, right? And then – so I think there's a lot more unknowns right now. The, the ranking is about projection, and it's about Will Levis because, I mean, the inside linebackers, yes, outside edge, yes, but no depth out there. So, for me, yes, a, 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 a lot of question marks. Miles? I would go true. I think exactly what Freddie's saying. It's <laughs> a lot of guys that seem to have a lot of potential or talent or stars come out of high school, but it's guys that either – freshmen or guys that haven't played at Kentucky yet that were in a different jersey before. So and I'd say for now it's true. And that's, all, that's been my thing. Obviously, I did my season prediction a couple of weeks back. We will get Freddie and yours, Miles, today. Uh, was that everyone is hyping us up, 9, 10, 11 wins, all that. There's a lot of unknowns, and if they go well, they go well. But there is a lot of unproven things, whereas usually if your team's going to have a great season, you probably have a few bona fide, we know what we're going to get. One of the bona fides we know what we're going to get in Chris Rodriguez, we don't know if we're going to have right. it. So that's one of the big question marks as well. So I just thought that there was a lot of things that people are kind of already assuming are going to work for us and that we're just, we're just not sure about. Which brings me to the next true or not true. It's been a long time, I think, since this has been true, and you guys may say untrue. The O-line and D-line are our biggest deficiencies this year. True or not true? True. It's been a long time yeah, where we've always rocked up and our O-line is going to take care of itself. Our D-line has had some stars, maybe not really high draft picks, but some solid guys that are in their last few years of college. They're going to be great. I think this year that's the question mark. Yeah, I think it's true. I, I think interior, uh, Eli Cox has a chance to be better than Luke or Drake. And I love Jagger Burton. I think he's going to be a star. Kenneth Horsey. Uh, Tayshawn Manning, John Young has really come on. Then you got Quentin Wilson on the inside too, so the inside is good. But tackle, that's a question mark, and I think that was a deficiency of their previous offensive line coach to not develop, not put Jeremy Flax in to get him reps. You know, you read Sir David Wall about why, because, I mean, who stays four years in college these days? Why not play him, give him some reps? So I think the inexperience, yes, on the tackles for the offensive line – Defensive line was a big question of mine, Max, but I think this is going to be Anwar's, uh, Anwar Stewart's best work because of the depth. And with the emergence of Dion Walker, I think could be a star, but we've not seen him yet. Yep, yep. I really liked Trayvon Ripka last year towards mm -hmm. the end and Octavius Oxendine coming back. The D-line doesn't have a star yet, but I think it's a deep, deep group. But, but yeah, there are questions who, for me. Who, if you had to – have a quick prediction. Who will become the star? I think it's going to be uh, Octavius Oxendine. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I do. I think he – you know, you, you got to look at what he did up until he got hurt. He was an emerging star. So, if he can carry that off, lost the weight, I think I think he's your star if you had to pick one on that defensive front. And there's a lot of people talking him or likening him to Josh Pascal, which is interesting for me because Josh is a great player. Uh, that, I don't get in that comparison. Yeah. You know, you're, you're talking about an all-timer with Josh. I mean, that's – 
you know, go back to the previous question, guys. I mean, you know, you lose three NFL players off that offensive line. It's hard to expect it's going to, they're going to carry yeah. on. I mean, Darren Kennard's an all-timer, mm-hmm. right? He was in my top ten. I think he was fifth overall in the actual Yeah, list. Luke yeah. Fortner's an all-timer. You know, he's right up there with me. Darren Rosenthal, he was okay. Yep. Uh, but that's three starters in the NFL. And I think Max and I were discussing this the other day with the O-linemen and D-linemen. How much of it, Freddie, do you think – there were some stories that the D-line's really doing well in camp and stuff. Is there ever a worry that maybe they're doing well because the O-line's struggling a little bit? It's a great question. Yeah, that's, that's something we talked about. It's like, is the D line actually yeah. really going to be good or not? That's a good give and take because um, if I had to pick one unit of the two right now, I would take the D line over yeah, the offensive I think line for sure. I'd be careful throwing the word deficiency around though. Yeah, because I think that's something until we actually see it. I yeah. think we're projecting it, but I trust the D line this year because I just trust Stoops. I trust him on that side. And, and we have the biggest lover. Love affair, male love affairs for center position at Kentucky football Ever. of all time. Ever. It's, it's one of my favorite things to poke at. Ever. You can defend yourself. Yeah. I feel like every year I see a tweet from your account. Yeah. Blank is the best center at Kentucky yeah. ever. Yeah. Has yeah. it really just gotten better every year? Because it was Toth, John Toth. Loved him. Drake Jackson, Luke Fortner, Eli Cox is getting thrown in there yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Poor I, I think, with the snaps over the head. Uh, uh, that's poor why, Bungie. why did you? <laughs> I'm, you know, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll combine all those. Uh-huh. When Luke was in high school, uh, I did the signer day show, and I said Luke Fortner is John Toth. And that's, yeah. They're the same player. Yeah. Uh, and then Drake is just Drake, right? Uh, but you look at traditionally you have – you know, you look, who's the best center in Kentucky history? Jeff Van Note played for 19 years in the NFL. He played defensive end at UK. Mm-hmm. That's like saying Damani Dawson's the best center ever. Damani played with me, played guard, didn't play center. Yeah. So I do legitimately in my 30 years, 30-plus years of following this team closely, I do think the progression is it has been the best that I've seen, starting with Toth, then the Drake, Luke, and now – I'm hearing that Eli's could be Eli could be better in all, in all of them. Yeah, and it, I mean, which would be great to see because last year um, in midseason all SEC, maybe all American, uh, all American, all American, uh, first team. Uh, Eli Cox. There's some slander coming from you, and I know that. And Freddie's here to back me up on this. There was some comment made that there was nobody that was a standout back on the offensive line. He was first team All American midseason before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yep. Do you think I don't he know would, if would have he held his better. spot by the end of the year? Well, okay. If you're midseason first-team All-American, do you want him to be in the Heisman talk? <laughs> like, what more do you want from the kid? That's true. I did forget that. Yeah. I will give that to Eli. And I really hope he, he does kind of take over from Luke in that center position. Yeah, And it's, I think the leadership from Eli, because obviously Will's going to run the offense, but it seems like that group, Eli's kind of taken on, this is my yeah. group and I'm in charge. You needed somebody like that yeah, with, with sure. Luke. Yeah. Luke starting Drake. for the Jaguars. I mean, yes. that's pretty daggum good. Yeah. Uh, after playing there one year, so that would have been hard for a young per- a young guy to play, and it would have been hard if Quentin would have moved into that role because you know he's a super senior. You kind of ask why not till now kind of deal, and I, I love Quentin. I think he's a valuable piece, but Eli mid first year first team mid year All American. As a lazy media person, I would have seen that and then voted him All American at the end because. You know, how much do you study guards, yeah. to, you know, on centers and all that? True or not true, we, our best offensive weapon this year could be a freshman. Okay, wait. Are you th- I'll let him answer. I'm not trying to interrupt. Are you including Will as a weapon? No. Okay. Our okay. best – sorry, okay. Besides okay. quarterback. 
caveat. We're taking Rodriguez out of that too? Chris is out. Okay. Yes, but a redshirt freshman. Okay. okay. Who, who Jordan Dingle, I think, okay. is the breakout player of the year. Okay. Tied in. Okay. Miles? Um, and we're not counting Chris? No. No. I think, I think Robinson, a receiver, is going to be yeah. the best weapon. I know that's a cheesy answer, but I think he will be. Can we, can we shift the que- – not to change your question up. Can we shift it from freshman to newcomer? Because I think Ramon Jefferson, the, the, the FCS, I think he's going to be huge, especially without Chris. You know, having Chris in that backfield makes it one of the best backfields in the SEC. Easy. Because then you'll have Chris, Jefferson, Cavassier, Juton, and uh, the kid from North Harden who uh, – I can't remember his name for the life of me. I, I think it's important that we that we separate Barryon Brown and Dane Key, two total different players. Dane is as polished of a route runner that you're going to see as a true freshman. I mean, he can run all the stems, all the routes, and I think he's going <clears> to <throat> excel there. Barryon is a dynamic athlete and playmaker that you want to get the football too quick in a bubble screen or something like that, just give him the football and let him win one-on-ones. I think they're going to be utilized totally separate. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, very, very on is I, – I, yeah. I think Dane's got a chance. My guy that has been talked about a little bit, people are underestimating how big it is to have him back. And I walked past him in the facility the other day. Oh, my. Like, he is – if there's ever, you know, a bit of man love going around – he is looking absolutely in top shape, Keaton Upshaw. Yeah, I was about to say, like, him back's huge. He's massive, and he's got the world's longest arms. Everyone kind of – he was coming through, and then he got hurt, and obviously didn't – I don't think – did he play a game last year? He didn't play one game, no. right? Uh, he's the one for me. Like, just throw the ball up to the big like, fella. I don't want to, like, spoil the play calls of what the OC is going to bring this year, but last year in camp, like, Eli was telling me, yeah, we just get in the red zone, and we just throw it up to him, and then we score, and it's done. It's the easiest cheat code of all time, and now we have him back. So I feel like we often forget he's coming back, too. I mean, we always talk about the, the Chris situation, yep. Will's draft status, the newcomers at wide receiver. It's easy to forget that, like, Keaton Upshaw was really, really good before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And now that he's coming back and reemerging, I think that's going to be just massive. And just really quickly as well with the, with the Jefferson stuff, I think I agree, and we've always normally been able to work it out with running back because our O-line's been great. Mm-hmm. Still think, like – don't discredit how hard it is to do what Chris does. Oh, we for thought sure. when Benny was go- I thought personally when Benny left, well, here's AJ Rose. He's faster than Benny, and so we the guy when Benny's cutting for ten, AJ's going to get us twenty five. Is he just faster? Well, it didn't work out like that because we underestimate how hard it is and how strong some of these guys are. Chris to hit the gap and give us six when we should have got two is an unbelievable ability. And I think that's the one thing where until those games start, it's going to be another unknown. Mm-hmm. Max, I couldn't agree more. Uh, there's folks out there saying there's no big deal. There's depth at running back. That's the farthest thing from the truth out there. Chris Rodriguez is a positive yard waiting to happen. Again, I've been around this a long time. If a 12-game he- healthy Chris Rodriguez would have played this year, he would have smashed every school record. And if there's a position that Kentucky's put a lot of pros uh, in the NFL, it's been running back, right? I've seen them all. And Chris is up there, man. I mean, it's a big, big deal. Uh, but I think the run, there, there's so many running backs, you're going to spread those carries out. Maybe one doesn't get as, as, as much yards. Um, but, man, it's a big deal to me. Huge I mean, deal. Not, like, people almost take it for credit. <laughs> take it for credit. Um, they kind of just take advantage of the fact that 
sometimes like Chris will turn that one yard run when he gets hit by two guys and then he falls forward and takes a couple extra steps and we get five and everyone's like, oh, good job, Chris. No, that is unbelievable and that's what helps win and the game. And there's that stat of, I don't know what the stat is exactly, but didn't he have like no negative runs ever? For I think like he's had certain, one in three years. He's had yeah. one in his whole career, which yeah. is an unbelievable stat. Yeah. You took probably top three SEC back last year and then excited to and see him in camp this year. He was starting to catch passes. Case in point. The Citrus Bowl last year yep. should have been taken down on that final play when we went Easily. to take the lead. Just brushed him off, then I'll go. But that's not many people can do that. No. Agreed. The, the, the big question with Chris is everyone's always, I mean, obviously not to get ahead of, like, we got to beat Miami of Ohio first, but everyone's question around Chris is if he is suspended for just three or four games, the impact that will have against Florida. Freddie, from you, just how big of a loss is that? Oh, it's you know, huge. Against Florida. It's huge. Because Florida is down a little bit this year. There's but a term, it is Florida at the swamp. Yeah, there's a term that I, that, that I seek out when, when I evaluate players from high school to college, and that's rare. Chris Rodriguez is rare. That's, I mean, I, I don't know where all this, he's running back, he's replaceable nonsense started. When you're in Florida and you've all been there and you've won there, it is loud. It's hard to communicate, and what do you do as a football team when it's hard to communicate? You take the snap and you give the football to to your best player on offense, and that's Chris Rodriguez. That's going to hurt. Yes, it's yeah. going to hurt. What's going to be look interesting? At Benny, to me, look at Benny in that 2018 game. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. massive. What I think is going to be good with Chris is if we can get him back after three or four games. As we know, everybody gets banged up. Yeah, fresh. Everyone, yeah. he's going to be so fresh yeah. uh-huh. and mad. He's going to be mad yeah. too. He's going to be angry. Yeah. All yes. right, two more. Um, is this the first time in the Stoops era? Now, early days, I know we got beat up a little bit. But since we've been a solid football team and done all, uh, won all the ball games, is this the first time in the Stoops era where we're going to have to win shootouts? No. We're going to be a primarily offensive team? No. Okay. Now, there, there is 2018 vibes I'm hearing about this defense. That's not coming from me. Oh, man. Because that's, that was a special yes. defense. I, I still say – one of the most rare things that I've seen and special is that Kentucky defense held Missouri to zero first downs in the second half. Yeah. I, that's, the, that's one of the most astounding things I've ever witnessed. With Drew Locke. In per- yeah, with Drew Locke, an NFL quarterback. Uh, I'm going to say no because even though the defensive line is unknown, unproven mainly, mostly, there's a lot of them. They're going to stay fresh. DeAndre Square, Jacquez Jones, they're, you know, Square's getting ready to enter the 300. If he plays the whole season, will be a 300-club tackler. Jones, preseason All-SEC. Keydron Smith, to me, is the X factor and a game-changer on defense because he brings four years of starters as a corner. Last year, there were only three scholarship-eligible or whatever corners for over half of the year, right? And one of those was Quandre Mosley, who was a converted safety. Yep. So you have two corners – so, Brad White, who I love, yep. I mean, I think he's great, had to call a game differently last year than he did the year before. You saw Kentucky with Brad White's first two years as coordinator lead the SEC in pass defense, drop to eighth. It wasn't because of the play calls. It was because you – well, it was because of the play calls because you couldn't run those corners man-to-man. You had to protect them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think this defense is going to be good, not 2018 good. But I don't think Kentucky's going to have to win a lot of shootouts. Well, I think the tough thing with that is, is like you're saying last year, the pass defense fell off. I don't think there's going to be that many shootouts because I don't think we play that many good passers. I really don't. Okay. I'll give you Ole Miss is probably going to Tennessee. throw it. Tennessee. Yep. 
Yeah. I'm more worried about Mississippi State than I Stetson, am. Stetson, Stetson still, State's going to throw it a lot. Stetson still threw it on us a little bit. I still think we have Mississippi State's number because last time they came here with Mike Leach, they had two points. This is the only one concern for me about that. When we played Tennessee and they smoked us yeah. in, on their offense, the only good player for us that night on defense, Vito Tisdale, and he's not there the whole year. He actually was very good that night. And he's one that, like, yeah, he has his, definitely his little quirks about him. He can hit, and he can actually play. He can seriously play. And that's going to be a big loss for us, I think. I think if we do get into shootouts, though, and that's going to be a trouble, like a defensive trouble, this is the best year to do it with the offense that you've got. That's true. The new and that's, play calling I think is going to be good. Yeah. Like Cohen last year, Will's obviously good. You've got weapons. You've got Chris, hopefully, at some point. Like, you've got the offense this year to actually put some points on Which the board. Which brings me to my next question because it's been discussed a million times. So I only want one word from all three of you. Okay. Uh, we're not going to get into this, and we're going to get to your prediction and Freddie's prediction for the season a little bit later. Can Will Levis win the Heisman? Yes no. or no? No. No. Absolutely not, and that's not a shot at Will. I think he's as talented as other guys. I don't think your Bama offense or Ohio State offense, I think USC is going to be a sneaky chance with Lincoln Riley now. Those guys are going to put up the passing numbers that Will probably can't match just based off the system that we run. I will say, if if this year – if this year for Will kind of had like the same quarterback class from last year, definitely. But I think this year just the, it's a really good year for quarterbacks and they love the Alabamas and Ohio States. Not to say he couldn't do it, but it's just, you know how they it is. They love them for a good reason. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're great. They're usually in the playoff. They usually throw for like 50 yeah, touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bias. Of course, it's not a bias, but I mean, obviously it's easier to pick the Ohio State offense that's running the yeah. gun into the playoffs yeah. than – it's you not know. the same as the South Carolina bias where they're just terrible, but people still like them for some yeah, reason. Right, right. You're losing control of the show. You said one. I know, and then he <laughs> went on. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a jerk over here because I said no. Freddie, I have one question on Will yeah. for you, kind of related to that. Yeah. Will last year didn't really get much talk to come out early. Right. Like, I guess he could have, but he wouldn't have been high. Obviously, now he's shot up the rankings. Why do you like what's kind of caused that junk you think? You know, I think, you know, Will made his decision early in the process uh-huh. to come back. I think if he'd have been a little bit more patient, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I, I, if I was drafting a quarterback last year, I would have taken Will over all of those guys. So it, I, it seems like this year's coming class is it's, it's going to be more com- yeah, competition. They're yeah. saying, you know, the folks in the NFL I talked to say it could be five, six quarterbacks in the first round this year. Uh, yeah. uh, but he came back quickly, which was good. It surprised me because if he'd have stayed in the process a little bit longer, I meant Pitt quarterback went the first round to my Steelers. I think Will's good or better than him. Yeah. Plus, Will don't wear two gloves. I hate that. I mean, I hate that that guy's playing for the Steelers because I can't stand two-glove quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm with you. Him and Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, it wears yeah, me terrible. out for some reason. Man. All right, last one because we do too much serious stuff so far. But we do, as a season preview, need to talk about football in somewhat of a serious way. The last one, and this is the most important one of all. Can Bo Allen lead Tarleton State to a national championship? No. <laughs> Cop that, Bo. Can you imagine how big his head would get if he left him to oh a Oh, my goodness. You know why he can't? Because they're not eligible. They yeah. actually can't win it. Yeah, because they Correct? moved up. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why? They moved just like Bellarmine can't go to the NCAA tournament. Oh. Tarleton. Oh, so they yeah, moved it's, a, it's a level up thing. Yeah, that yeah. was a trick question. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. That's a very good. He looks if, good in purple. If you're their head coach, like, obviously every team aspires to win the national championship. What do you tell your guys there? You can't be honest with them. It's got to be a tough one. Let's win most of our games. And it's got to 
it's going to be one of the worst rules to move up. Now, uh, there's obviously some merit behind it. To move up to harder competition and they say that you can't beat the guys that were supposedly They're better scared than of them. They're yeah. very scared of them. I love that for Bo. I like to move for Bo. Yeah. I love the kid. I've known him his whole life. His dad yeah. and his mom. So, I love it for him. He's moved into starting role, and I hope he wins every game. We're going to throw in some Bo Allen love in here every now and then when we bother to look at the stats and see how he went. So, yeah. he's definitely been a favorite of this show. Now... New segment this year. New. Okay? Brand new. Brand new segment. What I wanted to do ties in a little bit to, I want to give some love to some people that maybe don't get the hysteria and the love that they deserve. And I want to bring it by giving them a segment on this show. People love Matt Jones. People love Drew Franklin. People love Ryan Lambert. They love all the KSR yeah, stuff. That's your quarterbacks. We need to give the special need, teams guys some We need some the, love. You know, the, the guy that's doing the hard work yeah. in and under. So... I, and I don't have a name for it yet. So we can come up with a name over the next, you know, minute or so. I want to start with a segment dedicated to Dick Gabriel. But I want, because we love Dick. Dick's always good. When we went on his show, I thoroughly enjoyed Dick. He was number two on your... Uh, he was number, number two. two. Uh-huh. But this is what I wanted, and I kind of gave Brent the, the task. I want it to be a hard question. So I want it to be a hard question. Obviously, Dick's like the insider... So, what do you want to call it? I call him the Godfather. Okay. I mean, what do you what do you want to call this? He, segment? Yeah, he's been around since I was he's a player. He's the Godfather. That's what I called him when I'm on his show because he's been around since I was a, a player. Uh, I mean, he, that's, he that's crazy. We so do like. I think he's teaching Gabriel a class at EKU segment, right now too. So, it's my professor. Who is Dick Gabriel? Well, he's not professor? actually my professor, but I think he's teaching some classes at my he school. T- I didn't know he taught. I want a Dick Gabriel segment, okay. which is a hard-hitting question. Maybe tie in with his name somehow. What do you think? Let me get back to you on it. We'll think on it. All right. Oh, well, for now, do we just go with something easy that seems to work? Just the hard Dick question of the week? Jesus Christ. I think that works for me. What about you, Brent? I have no opinion. You all don't respect okay. what I say. So what's the hard question? Well, what's, is what's that the or the hard Dick insider? It doesn't really matter. It's up to you. I mean, what do you want to, what do, you want to do? We can go with whatever you want. We'll, go with, we'll just go hard dick question of the week for now. What's getting our dick hard? And then we'll go from there. So, Brent. I'm still an employee here. I'm not saying any of that. This is your that. segment. <laughs> go. Take it from here. All right. So, the, the hard-hitting question for the Kentucky football season, what I want to know is everyone's talking about, you know, how great Kentucky's going to be. The, the KSR predictions we're releasing at uh, this week, it's all nine, ten wins. Chris Dorian's talking about 11. But what's the floor? What if everything just falls apart for Kentucky? It doesn't go as well as we think. Like, what is the absolute worst-case scenario for this team, other than the obvious, like, 0-12, everyone gets hurt? Like, a realistic floor for this Kentucky football team. We gave you the entire week, and that's the best thing you could come up with? <laughs> no. Literally, you texted me this morning. This Man, morning. You are unbelievable. Texted me this morning. You are unbelievable. That, that's the hardest question you could that's, think of. That's what you think. If Dick Gabriel was sitting in your seat right now, that's what Dick would ask. Listen, I'm the, I don't want to get into it on the show. We can talk about it later. <laughs> I don't want to do it on the show. Freddie, what have you got for him? S- seven and five. That's the okay. floor? That's the floor to me. So it would be four non-conference, probably Vandy, Missouri, and Louisville. then – Yeah. Yeah, 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 yes. But Vandy wow. last night, man. <laughs> they put on an ten. absolute clinic. 63 points. Did you all watch that? Yeah. Did. Yeah. did you all watch it? Yeah, I, I bet it. 
They were down 7-0 early, and I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. And then yeah, and absolutely then smoked just them. blitzed them. Absolutely blitzed them. Man. Miles, the floor. I'm too old to stay up to watch Vandy in Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. I was, I was mid-conversation with Mason Wolf, previous O-lineman, last night while we were watching it. And I said, gee, Vandy looks good. And I just got snoring as a return. He'd fallen asleep. Put him to sleep, huh? He's yeah. more of a defensive guy. Yeah. All the offense, he just slept through. What's the floor, Miles? Are we assuming with your great, hard, difficult question that Will is healthy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think six and six is the floor. I think six and six too because I would say the four non-conference um, and then Vandy and Missouri. That's your And six. then I think everything else is, is – well, there's a are, chance we I mean, could lose. Everything but locked up as a W. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You got, what else you got? You got another one for us? Because Dick asks, doesn't just ask one. Normally Dick goes in for a second round. I'm good. You can have it. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll I'll give about, you a pass because okay. this is the first time doing it. No, here's what Next I want to say. Week, no, 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 no. All right. You know better. what? No. I'm much, defending much myself. Better. Here's what happens. I get a call from Max, like, on Tuesday. Hey, like, you know, Will, like, we think we're going to get him, but we're not sure. Like, just, you know, thank questions for Will. So, I'm like, okay, I've been thinking for that for four days. And then Wednesday. So, we don't know about Will, but we're probably going to get Freddie. We just don't know yet. It's just kind of up in the air. Just, you know, the people who know need to know. Like, we'll figure it out later. Okay. I'll just wait. Okay, we got Friday at 4 p.m. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know anything. I don't know what questions you're going to ask, what you're going to ask. No, none of it. And then this morning, admittedly, I had a big night last night. It was the last Saturday before the season starts, so I put a bow on it. Wow. So this morning. Not the most ideal preparation for this podcast. I I don't want to hear it. This morning, I woke up to a text. Brent, two questions, um, like, the hard Gabriel question, then another question, and then, oh, and you got to get all this set up, and then you got to edit it, everything. So, like, I understand, like, I got a lot to do, but also, like, not the best morning. Because I don't here, know the okay, plan. I'll give you a caveat. If Will was here, what was your question going to be? I've lost it now. I mean, it was a week ago. I've completely switched, switched train of thoughts. If Kentucky loses to Vandy this year, do you think post-game Stoops would go and point to all the problems? Or does he point to himself? <laughs> Say it starts with me. I'm going to take some ownership. There's a reason why Coach fault. Stoops does what Coach Stoops does, and there's a reason why I do what I do, and okay. I'll just Kirby Wilson, the greatest coach of the Pittsburgh Maulers of all time, he said, before you start blaming and pointing, get your mirror out. Yep. Get Did you guys go out. like one and Kirby ten? Wilson, loved it. And he unfortunately didn't get his mirror out too many times uh, <laughs> because the uh, Pittsburgh Maulers went one and nine, and it was the players' fault apparently. But that's all right. I have a question. Yeah. So your jersey's hanging down there? Okay. On the same week they put your jersey in there, Ryan Lemon tells me that they miraculously lost my picture. (laughs) Was that on purpose or by design or was that? Hey, I don't have a choice with what gets taken off, what gets put up. My picture's taken out. Yours is put in. Will couldn't make it, so you call me. I'm feeling rather insignificant. Stability and But I went to bed yes. at 9 o'clock last night knowing I had to be I, here for this. I thought this was an upgrade. I've said it was an upgrade. I introduced you as the upgrade to Will Levis. Yeah. We didn't think we'd be going to be able to afford you. Well, that's true. And then we looked into it, and you don't charge as much as Nothing. what they say. Well, and Brent's covering it. So I will say, <laughs> I will say, give, give me a week. Just give me a week, and, like, we're good. Just, okay. just, we'll, just give we'll me a week. Yours I need to work on week. it. Just give me a week. So is, is that on purpose? Did they take my picture and toss it? I actually know what happened. They tr- So – Max adores you so much. He felt bad they didn't have you in the top ten. 
Ryan reached out to him for his jersey. So Max was like, okay, like I don't want this jersey hanging up in my room. I want Freddy's. It was just a switch. So now the bar has this, and your picture's now hanging you up in my room. You are in my room. Nice. All right, nice. Miles, you've got three minutes here because the hard dick question of the week just went awfully. Let's, right, just let's give hope me it's an week. upgrade next week. Give me a week. You've got three minutes. Give us your prediction for this year's season with a win-loss total at the end. Nine and three. You lose to Georgia, okay. you lose at Ole Miss, and then you drop one of the normal, it's the what was Kentucky doing today, this year game. Last year's was Mississippi State. Of Mississippi State, Tennessee, and sneakily Missouri, Golden Girls, it's on the road this yep. year. One of those three, Kentucky will drop on a poor performance. The other two, I think Ole Miss wins a shootout, and I think Georgia's still a little bit better. Uh, Florida, I'll throw Florida in as well as one of the games you could play poorly. Nine and three, but another bowl win because Stoops owns the bowls. What's your biggest question mark and what's your biggest certainty? Uh, question mark is Chris. Yeah. Because I think with Chris, you could go 11 and one. Without him, he's probably worth two to three games. Yep. Uh, certainty, Matt Ruffler. Oh. He's been tried and true as a kicker. I don't think he's as good as Austin McGinnis, but I'd say other than Austin, he's the best kicker last decade at least. He's been consistent the past couple of years. I think he has another huge senior season. Freddie? I don't have to follow that one up. I like the Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Colin Goodfellow, what is he, a double portal return guy, say, Max? Yeah. I mean, big question mark. You had to question that loyalty, the right? He keeps putting himself on the, on the market, and the open market doesn't seem to be offering him enough. <laughs> I'm going to go 9-3 and three as well, uh, and, and I do think Rodriguez is my biggest question. But there's so many unknowns. I mean <laughs> – We've yet to see Rich Cangarello coaching a game, yep. and we're already saying we're, Kentucky's going to average 50 points. So uh, I think he's going to be really good, but I've not seen it yet. The, the, the unknown at tackle, the, the, the unknown pass catchers, I mean, there's a lot of unknowns, but I think Rodriguez being out possibly for a lengthy period drops a game for me. I do think Kentucky beats Georgia this year, but drops a game that you're not supposed to. And nine and three, ten and two. That that's what good teams are in this league. Yep. I mean, Texas A and M is is what top ten. They've gone eight and four the last couple of seasons. Every year, I every think year, in the just about. Of the program, so that's a you know that that's where Kentucky is. Yeah. Kentucky's in that A and M category, right? You you know, it, 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 you're you're knocking on the door. Yeah. But I do think Kentucky gets Georgia because it's going to be in November, going to be cold. Uh, Georgia's schedule that uh, Kentucky is Georgia's hardest game. Uh, but I do think the Cats drop one because of Rodriguez being out. My biggest question mark is, is tackles. And my biggest uh, – what was the other one? Biggest certainty. What's, biggest what's, what's certainty, certainty for me. What can you lock in? I can lock in center. Eli wow. Cox. Here he is. Eli Cox again. I actually Eli have a, I have a question in. real quick, and this could fall under the, the hard question. So you talked about, like, the uncertainty for Coach Rich. You know, yeah. Obviously, new coordinator coming from the NFL. Yeah, a lot of faith in him. So, but there's still an uncertainty, like you said. Very much. It seems like, though, that there was way more excitement for Liam Cohen coming in. Yeah. Why is that sort of different from uh, you know, everything, what we have now? You know, like the, the uh, this podcast – gets the crazy listeners right i've had a podcast for a long time and don't get the listeners that you all got because i've been around a while newness sales whether it's in business whether it's in radio whether it's in coaching so the whole new concept of an nfl scheme coming to uk 
after five years of Eddie Grant, who I love Eddie Grant, but it was rather predictable. And, and Eddie played within the parameters of the program. Yep. Don't turn the football over. Run it. Uh, maintain possession. Let your defense win games. Right? He did me. what he was supposed to do. Yeah. And I, I go to – I'll fight for, for Eddie Grant. But the newness of Lee and Cohen and the curb appeal of coming from the Rams, that's a big brand. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from that coaching tree, that's big. That's new. So I think Scangarello, I've heard, has a chance to be better than Liam. Especially but we've seen it before. Uh, and we've seen it yeah. before. So I think there's a less amount of discussion about it. Plus, we don't have the add-on of who's going to be the quarterback. We know it's going to be Will Levis. Now, I will say this. My biggest fear is Will going down. Yep. Because, I mean, what's behind him? You talk about unknown. That is very unknown. Now, that's a game changer. That's your 6-6 six and six season and right there. There's no Sawyer Smith backing yeah, up this that's year. That's right. bail us out either. You know. There's no Lynn Bowden. <laughs> and with Bo, I mean, I yeah. love Bo. You all give him a hard time. But Bo could win you a game. Yeah, Bo could, yeah. Yeah. Bo could sling it. I don't know yeah. if Deuce Hogan – I've never met Deuce Hogan. Kyle Sharon, I saw him play in high school. Great kid. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty there. I listened to your – Max, I'm pointing at you, your prediction for the year. You had a 7-5. and five. Yeah. Do you think back in the day, I don't know, probably 2,000-ish years ago, yeah. Judas and Jesus, you think Jesus trusted him, thought maybe he was a good guy? Because that's how I feel like you and Coach Stoops are. <laughs> we bring Adam Banks on the show. Yeah. Banks <laughs> says Stoops isn't a great coach, and yeah. you deservingly flame him, just destroy him, tell him why he's terrible. Then you turn your back on Stoops and say, yeah, 7-5. and five. Just an absolute traitor. I, I, think, uh, I think I'm just trying to be – Realistic in Vegas has us at seven and a half. It's up to eight I'd now. Be, and they have I got some big buildings. I don't think we're going to win seven and a half. Kentucky's hit the over on that for like the last five years. Like, so what do we do statistically? Black. Red or black. Yeah. Hey, I'm all, I'm all about the wins, but uh, we've got to give a, a reasonable prediction on here. Can I get to the Twitter questions and see what the people want to hear? Yeah. Because we were hoping for the people's question, but we really didn't get a hold. I think I made up for it. Yeah, it was all right. That's good. That's a good little follow-up. It's a good, good start. Good, it's a soft start. So, as always, uh, we threw it out to Twitter. Let's um, see what we get. The gate. The gate. Hello, the gate. Water gate. Look, the gate, we love you, but we can't be shouting you out every single week just because you hit us up three or four times just wanting to hear the gate <laughs> on our podcast. But you will hear the gate today. This was one of their better questions, though. It was. Tweets. There, you know, all it says is what's up. Oh, oh, oh yes, yeah, sorry. Yes. So they had Tito Santana, WWF Hall of Famer, shout them out. Yep. Not as famous as their best shout out of all time, Coach Stoops. Coach Stoops said, What's up, the gate? But they did have Tito Santana, so that's pretty cool. Ricardo um, Santana's brother? Dally, <laughs> Dally Price, do you think we can make it to Atlanta? And if we do, what are the chances we win? Uh, I mean, everyone's covered that. Look, maybe. George is probably the front runner. We're, we're somewhere second or third. Who knows? Let's just hope if we do get there, Lexington will burn to the ground. So that would be great. If we can make it to Atlanta, we are going. Sorry? Yeah. If was... we make it to Atlanta, we are going. Oh, yes, we are going. Sorry, I thought you meant we're going to the Natty. Possibly both. You realize I'd, I've never given my season prediction on KSR. Wow. So Ever. we just, we just broke time. your news here? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, was, I, I didn't. I was about to say, I'd make the graphics, so just send it my way. Yeah. Plenty of time. 
Can you give us your thoughts? This is Travis Ellison. Can you give us your thoughts on the KSR poll posted by Roush KSR listing the top 10 players of Stoops era and how the best player in his position in the country didn't make it? Um, I'm not sure if he's talking about you. If Okay. If you're going to do this from your burner account every <laughs> week, you've got to stop with it being the most obvious questions. Look, Nick has about as much credibility as hair on his head. So we're just going to skip that list that he put out. He, he got it right with Josh Allen, and then from there it just all fell in a hole. I mean, we had Mike Edwards saying, I shouldn't be six, how am I that low? We had Bully McCall, I love Bully, saying this is complete disrespect. And he's right, he should have been one. I don't see how you split Josh Allen from Bully McCall. Like, and Bully's right, like he, he's got every right to hit back at Nick for that. I think some of the older players didn't get enough, just because we weren't as successful. Yeah, recency Boom bias. Williams, uh, Juice Johnson. Zadarius Smith. Really, yes. Admittedly, I didn't vote for Zadarius because he went to the Vikings. Uh, it was biased. I apologize, but if he was 11. If you had to choose one American restaurant to eat at for the rest of your life, what would it be? Wendy's. Cookout. <laughs> wow. Is that like a chain? Anything you want. Takira Becerra in Versailles, Kentucky. Wow. Is okay. the best Mexican food in the state of Kentucky. If you're ever in Versailles, it's in the back of Ace Hardware, downtown Versailles. It is the best. I'm going tonight. A I'm serious. restaurant in the back tonight. of an Ace Hardware? I'm serious. It that is sounds the, like best, the best place of all time. Best Mexican food in the state of Kentucky. Uh, What's your order there? I usually go with an egg plate, but I like the, uh, the cactus stuff too. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the chorizo burrito is my favorite. Wow. Okay. And I could just picture Freddie actually when he says cactus, just like an actual – spiny, pony cactus and just like shove it in. Raw, too. He yeah. puts it raw. Medium <laughs> rare cactus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, mine would be a tie between number one China buffet and uh, faux BC. What American restaurant <laughs> do you want to eat at the most? Okay. China buffet. We Great asked place. what American restaurant. We got a Mexican place, an Asian place, and, chi- and yeah. Like, <laughs> um, we've kind of covered this. But Randy, not the word from Austin something. I don't know. He's probably got the longest Twitter name of all time. Who do you predict to be a breakout star this year? If you want to say an entire position room, i.e. tight ends, thanks for telling me a position room, Randy. Um, they'll be getting, because they'll be getting some love this season. You, that's all right with me. Well, if it's all right with Randy, then I guess that's great. But I would like to know who you all think isn't getting enough love at this time. So he's given us permission to give our favorite player or our breakout star and it can be the tight ends if we want, but he's already kind of saying the tight ends. So if you don't really say the tight ends, but say them if you want to say them, but he's not sure if you should say them because he's saying the tight end room. But, Miles, if you want to say the tight end room, you could say the tight end room, but he's just not sure if you should. You okay? <laughs> you done? What, what, what's your breakout star? <laughs> I'll take defensive line. Okay. St- uh, that's your breakout star. With a, with a position group. Stars. He said you could do a group. He yeah. could, he, he, oh, he, yes, he did. He allowed that. I think losing Pascal, there's no like big name star that people know yet, but there's so many talented guys that I think there is a group they're going to be really good. I've talked about him a lot. I'm going to go Carrington Valentine. I mean, he was emerging last year, but like if Kentucky wants to do what they got to do, he really needs to take another step. So that's if, if that's I had not to who bet, I was coming. if I had no, to bet, it was going to be Jacquez Jones. 100%. Why do you? Why do you guys like? Pin Jacquez Jones. So I, I never talk like about Jacquez Jones ever. Last year, if we mentioned Jacquez Jones, we had to like we were lucky we weren't doing it on camera because there was some serious raising you of your pants. No, no, no. What would happen was is we'd be like, uh, uh, we don't have a guest this week. Uh, who should we get? And I'm like, 
I don't know. We've gotten everyone except the linebackers, maybe like DeAndre or Jaquez. And yeah, it's or it would be like, okay, but you, we were saying that, and it was week one of the season. You're like, oh, we haven't got Jaquez Jones yet. No, it wasn't because we knew who we were getting for like the first four or five weeks because we literally did all the big names for the first five weeks, and then we went and had uh, Ruffalo and Collin on. So. I think we fought over should we do Stoops or Jaquez Jones. Oh, no, <laughs> we yeah. wanted Jones over Stoops. You all, yes. That has never happened. And I, well, we said, I said today, hey, uh, I've managed to get Freddie, even though he's very expensive. I managed to get, and you said, I want a jock with. <laughs> God, yeah. That's a lot. So, you know, Jersey, Jesus Will Christ. Levis. Who you uh, got? I've already said uh, uh, Jordan Dingle, I think, is, is, okay. is the breakout. I'm going to go with the guards uh, because I think Jagger Burton is right there as far as a breakout star, especially if Kenneth Horsey uh, can't go week one. I think you're not going to see much of a drop-off. Uh, Tayshawn Manning, I, I like uh, Quentin, uh, Quentin Wilson in there. I, li- I like the interior of the offensive line. This is on camera, this show. Oh, yeah. Let's, well, you thought the lights were I just was so picking my could... nose. Y'all could have told me that. Uh, I cut it out. It's okay. You thought the lights were just so we could see a bit better? <laughs> to, to you know, I didn't even put it together. <laughs> Those likes make me feel a little bit shady, uh, to Wait, be honest with you. You look good. You look yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, well, no, never mind. Interrogation's one way to go with it. So is that the – you got so a there's cameras, a camera that, So, so there's a camera set? there on you and Max, and there's a camera here on us too because it's kind of – Where's the like, camera on me and Max? To the show, me and Miles just, just have the laptop here. What's that? Me and Miles just have the laptop here to us. It's recording us right okay. now. Okay. And then this, this camera's going <laughs> right there? Yeah, yeah, you're on. I hey, Zoom, like, you pick my nose. I feel like you're that guy on the Zoom meeting that doesn't know that he's, know, yeah. he's got the cat face on. He's not getting rid of the cat filter. Listen, the computers and me that really don't mix. I, was, uh, I also want to ask, too, did you think we were just, like, moving the couch around, too? Just because? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> you didn't ask any questions. Listen, I'm tired, man. I, had, I, I was in Mayfield on Friday. That's fair. I was That's Mayfield. Fair. You were in my 270 territory. Dude. Let me they tell you. They beat us every year we played them. This feels like it's going to be a good story. Let me tell you. I've been to high school games all over the country. It's different. I have never experienced, Max, what I experienced Friday night in Mayfield. You would love it. Yep. If I didn't have responsibilities and for sales, I would have never come home. Yep. I mean, in six years, I am retiring to Mayfield. <laughs> there you go. Retiring. Retiring. And I'm moving to Mayfield. I went to a Boyle County game once. Is it better than a Boyle County game? Yes. Wow. People tailgate for, like it's first an of SEC all, game. There's parking passes to tailgate. Yeah. Unbelievable. And there's six deep. And that I got there at four o'clock. The game started at seven. Oh. And there was people tailgating everywhere. I was gonna post as well because I saw your tailgate food and the most underrated tailgate food by far, pork chop. Pork chop How sandwich with horseradish oh. sauce and those beans. But I've never experienced I mean, you know, I joke around and say football state. Mayfield is a football city, and I've never experienced a tradition or history in a community and a football experience like that. And, and I wrote about it, man. To me, I've never been to Green Bay or Lambeau Field. It's great. That's what, that's what Mayfield is. Yep. You Minus know, the you know how the Packers are community-owned? Oh, yeah. I'm an owner. Mayfield football, everybody in the community has a buy-in, right? And, man, that, if, you've, if you're a football person, let's see – this camera. If you're a football <laughs> one of you daggone, I shall almost curse. <laughs> it's all right, you can. If you're a football person, go to a game in Mayfield. Yeah. And you will not regret it. You would have not come back. You wow. would have still been tailgating. I, I might take the show to Mayfield. They said if, if they make the state semifinals, which is played on the Friday after Thanksgiving, 
that they put up tents yep. on Thanksgiving night. Oh, they'll have 10,000. The night before. Yeah. And tailgate, yeah. they, they take money for the food, then they give it to charity. But they tailgate all the way through Saturday. I'll tell you what, since, you know, Saturday I have a hard time getting the tailgates because I've got, like, on three responsibilities. Friday nights, I'm, do you all want to go to Mayfield one night? just to like? I promise you, you will not regret you it. You might have to try we, it out. And there's a house near Mayfield that yeah. my mother and father live in. We could stay. Pin I'm date, offering this Mayfield. without Mayfield? Asking, but, yes. we got to make it. I like it. to Paducah I like and Mayfield. It. I promise you, it, it, it is the most unique thing I've ever done. <clears throat> I was texting Nick. <laughs> Drew, everybody said, I'm not coming home. This is it. I'm home. They, they get me. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I mean, saw that tweet, like, just with no context. That was like, Mayfield's awesome. I'm never coming home. And I looked at it, and I was like, I don't know what's happening to Mayfield, but I'm very yeah. curious to hear this story. It's I, I told my daughter last night, I said, listen. Are they a good team? Are they going to win it? They're good. They're always yeah, good. They've won 12 championships and 12 runner-ups. Oh, I mean, we're gonna have to but go. you can feel yeah, the history. But on a serious note, Max, that community was devastated yep. by the tornado, right? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get downtown to see it because the roads were, were, were blocked off. But you can just feel that they're, they're going to rebuild and, and that football just brings them together. Yep. I mean, it, it was the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. And I think that's like the unique thing about football and about any sport, but obviously particularly football and basketball in this state, is you can go to out west where we had the devastation. You can go out east where we had yeah. the devastation. And the first two minutes of conversation are always sad and gloomy. And then the locals go, what about the football team this yeah. year? How are we going to go? And it's yeah. like everyone's just d- hanging out for this football season. And what a time it would be for us to go 10-2, and 11-1, and 12-0. Because, I mean, we've That's had two of the point. worst things happen in the space of 12 months. And football can bring it all back together and put a smile on people's face, unlike – Unlike really anything else. That's a great point. Great. And, you Damn, know, I had people here, from Jesus. Mayfield coming up to me apologizing. Said, you know, we, we apologize because the crowd is, is not what it usually is. Home side pack, visiting side pack, six, seven deep in the, in the tailgate yeah. lot. They said, you need to come back for the Tillman game, I guess. I think they play them soon. Next Tillman's week. Pretty good. Yeah. Next Friday. I mean, Maybe they said, you, you, if you're not here by 5 o'clock, you're not getting you're not in. Getting in. I just picture Freddie. I That's picture awesome. you with a unique answer there. A lot of people at their office, they have that picture on their desk. They're working towards a tropical island for retirement. Mayfield. You've got a picture of Mayfield on your desk. I'm there. That's what I'm working for every day. I <laughs> yeah. like it. That pork chop sandwich. That's me. That, that, they got me, man. They got you. The, the beans had beef in it, which uh, <laughs> you want to weigh in my heart, you put beef and spices in beans, yeah. right? Like imagine, imagine putting beef in the beans, and it's served by a center of U.K. football. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be a better meal. Is it like cowboy beans? Or yes. It, uh, my dad yeah. makes the best cowboy yeah. beans. But I'm telling you, I mean, in all seriousness, go down there for a show. They, they would love you all. Well, we're that would actually in. be really I didn't fun, know yeah. that was going to come out of this segment, nope. but we're in. But that's awesome. Elijah Butler, can we get – maybe your brother. No. Can we get an update on the last time UK football lost to St. Peter's? Well, wow. wow. Okay. We can't really answer that one anymore. That Look, I left closet. when the mushroom cloud was kind of just erupting in Lexington. <laughs> I kind of got kicked out. So what happened was is I, I kind of put on the radio that um, I went to Mexico to see my sisters because I hadn't seen them in three years. Not quite true. What happened was is um, I got a lot of feedback from my tweets and a lot of people were like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about because he's not from America. He should be, if you don't like it, go back to your own country. Uh, he shouldn't be allowed in Kentucky. He's an Australian. He's trying to comment, bring this, uh, this whole program down. 
So basically what happened was I had to meet with Bashir, uh, met with Bashir uh, quickly and he said, you've got nine days outside the country. That's your first warning. Um, and you can come back after nine days. And then if it happens again and you put out an unpopular take on Twitter and the people call for it, it won't even be back to Australia. It'll be public yeah, beheading. And, and straight from Biden down. Yeah, yeah. It'll be national security at that Go point on. if you do it again. I got a story about that. <laughs> oh, tell the camera. Which one? Oh. All right. Okay. There, there's, there's a pretty prominent merchandising company in town. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Before all that mess came out, football school, basketball school, I had an idea to raise some money for Eastern Kentucky, and it was going to say 606 on it, and then football state, <laughs> which I always say football state because of my high school trips, right? Yeah. yeah. That was about two days before all that came out. Can you imagine the number of shirts they would have sold? Oh, unreal. I tried. Yeah. And the funniest part about the whole tweeting saga that was going on was I tweeted out um, something along the lines, which is obviously a very serious take. Look, it's gone too far. The feud's too big. And in my opinion, one of the programs is just they're going to have to cut the basketball program, football program. We can't survive while the other lives. Kind of like the Harry Potter thing. Well, I put that, I sent it to you guys. I said, what do you guys think to Miles and Brent? And Miles gave it a ha-ha. Brent said, I don't know if that's true. I, I think we could keep both of them. Thanks, Brent. Yep, okay, we, we understand that. It's, uh, it I don't remember saying that. gone about 10 feet over your head. Do not remember saying uh, that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I will it, say, of all the things you've said, like, on this show and tweeted, like, the fact that that was the one that, like, everyone was mad at you about just blows my absolute mind. It's like, your so most good. cancelable offense was that one. Um, do we have an update on Chris? No, we don't. Uh, um, if someone wants a season prediction from Aaron Clark and Grant McInnes, so we'll try and get to that at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been your Grant's here month. next weekend, I said. He is. Talk to Grant. He'll um, Daniel Hager said, who is going to be the breakout offensive lineman this season? Freddie's already covered that, so we, we're good with there. Uh, any word on the pin at deep socks that was supposed to come out last year? I really don't get that. I don't know why the Max Duffy's toes page just thinks it's hilarious that I don't like we don't wear shoes when we're recording. Um, who we is all, all shoes are accounted for right now. I still got Mayfield mud on mine. There we go. Uh, and that's all the ones that we've got. Uh, we'll try and get to the Aaron Clark segment at some stage. We do promise. Um, you said you had an interesting story because we've gone through for an hour and then you realized we were filming. Yeah. What about when you put articles up on the website? Yeah, Is so. Is that you? Huh? Is that you? <laughs> yeah, no, I do write all that. <laughs> you okay? write them? Yeah. Okay. Some people think I don't, but I do. Okay. I love to write. That's my favorite thing in the world to do. But Brent will tell you, I'm not trusted with the website. Okay. So I have no control. You know how you can log in and do all Nothing. I don't do that. Okay. I get an idea. I type it out on word on a word document. Y'all know what that is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what that is? Okay. <laughs> a word doc. Yeah. yeah. So I do that. Then I slap a couple of pictures on it, which is always gets changed by the editor, okay. and I email it to Tyler yeah, Drew. Every time you choose a picture, it's John Toth, Drake Jackson. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. It's like Freddie, this one's from 2015. But there's all <laughs> there's all kinds of rules about you know pictures and you yeah. know whatever. Oh, it's been a big thing for us. Yeah. yeah so so crazy. I type it out on a word document, and I email it to them, mm -hmm. and then they 
put the pictures where they need to. Okay. And Tyler and them, they pretty it up a lot. Yeah. Because really, I mean, I and, and then they put it up on the website. What's been your most favorite article to write ever? What's the, my, the what one about my dad? Okay. When he passed away, yep. right? Well, actually, I wrote it the week he passed away because I kind of felt that it was coming. Yep. Um, the 606 one was was pretty fresh to me. Yep. Because that was after the cartoon that came out in the Lexington Herald. Yes. Um, I get, listen, I get it. The, the cartoonist has a job to do to create, provoke thought. I get it. But it didn't sit well with a lot of people. And then, uh, you know, I rarely, Max, get to write about UK football anymore because I have other duties within KSR, like on the business side. Yep. That people don't realize that that takes up about 80% of my time. And then the high school, the Kroger KSR game of the week, I'm traveling during the week. Got to do my research, and I'm traveling on Fridays, get back, you know. Then that, yeah, I don't get to write as much about U.K. football as I used to, and I miss that. Uh, so I try to get it out all on the Depth Tour podcast when yep. that comes out or there are other avenues like this. It feels good. Thanks for having me on to be able to just talk about football because – you know, my, my world is, is, is a lot other than just football with KSR. And I was going to say, we weren't really going to get into this, but seeing as we're going down that path, how's it been, obviously, Mayfield, West, the West of Kentucky had their disaster, Eastern Kentucky had their disaster. Yeah. How's that, as, for a Kentucky person, how's that been for you dealing with that? And then, you know, uh, you could add on to how football coming back is going to Yeah, so, so the joy. first week we were in Breathitt County, who was devastated you know eight eight people lost their lives two still missing they were last week i don't know okay. the update on that uh at 97 homes completely destroyed 575 major damage and i'm from that area and it hurt me to go back to see it you know there's little things like my family lost the garden but gardens are grown by the river they're all gone that's food for the year uh things of that nature so but you're right earlier on Friday night, the community in Breathitt County came together, and it was about coming together, yep. more so than what happened between the chalk lines, right? It was yep. about community. Going to Mayfield, it was about community. You know, like, like you said, you want to talk to them about, hey, what can I do to help this situation? And then you get some of, some some uh, some suggestions, and it's like, hey, how the cat? Are the cat's going to be that good? And you know, you got Mayfield, you got all this stuff because to me, you know, that's a good thing with partnering with Kroger with that tour is it's about community. For me, it's about community as much as it is as football. Yep. You know, like this last article I wrote about Mayfield, I put maybe a paragraph about football in there and there was about 1,700 words about Mayfield, yep. what it meant to me. So uh, I appreciate getting to do that. And, and we're obviously a football podcast, but it just goes to show like, don't take football or anything too seriously because no. there's much bigger things in the world oh, that are yeah. going on, and even in the, obviously in this state. Yeah. Um, so always try and have fun with it. And whether the Cats go 0 on 12 or 12 and 0, really, I mean, it's great. It put a smile on people's face, but it's really the least of our worries right, over right. here. Right, um, right. I had a Kentucky member, uh, member of the... Citizen? Citizen. Okay. Get me on his podcast today. So hello, John Hobbs. He had a question on Twitter... I'm not going to read it out because you guys would just laugh and tell me I'm silly because it's about me and I'm not, it's not no, about No, read that. it. No, but the greatest no, thing was... No, you have to read it now. You have to read it. Don't I'll get do to that it. where it's like you bring an idea and you're like, ah, never mind. No, say it. The greatest th he said is Max Duffy, the coolest guy of all time. <laughs> Literally. And so, okay, that's why I didn't want to read it. He did the pod and I think he may have been very similar to Freddie in terms of he didn't know he was on film 
because even though it was his own podcast, oh, this may be the way that he wants to do it. And if we do, tune in every week. Just had the big spitter out. And in between each question, just a quick spit. And then, Max, what do you think? A couple of spits, <laughs> uh, which I love. And I think that is a creative way of doing things. But, yeah, just had the spitter out. What do you think, Miles? Should we all get spitters? No. Didn't Cash do that on our show last year Probably. to, like, end the season? We weren't filming, but, yes, he did. <laughs> and Cash also, that was the greatest episode of all time because Cash said, can I cuss on this? We're like, yeah, just try, try and watch it. It Every just, second word, he just went just for it. it. So. Which sometimes I think we're bad, but then like, God, Cash got We've been all right just, today. We haven't said fuck okay. once. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to move to our next segment. We said this year we're going to put a big emphasis on dedicating segments to popular media, media members, sports media members throughout Kentucky. He was number one on my list. He would have been number one on a lot of people's list, Larry Vaught. I want to, I want to dedicate a segment to him. And I was thinking, how can you dedicate a segment to Larry and try and encapsulate all the things that he does? We love Larry. And what's, I've been on Larry's show many... Well? What's he do well? He watches girls a lot. He does the sports. The girls, uh, girl sports. Girl sports, Women's sorry. Sports. Like girl, um, he does cover, like, girls basketball, girls soccer. Yeah. For Women's the state sports. of Kentucky, he does all the different girls sports. And, like, it's, obs- it's a, like an obscure thing to do because, you know, most people will watch football or whatever, and he spends a lot of time just watching, like, high school girls. And so I think that's... Sports. Right. You, High school girls sports. High school girls sports. Sorry, I'm sorry. And so we want to kind of throw out the obscure sport question that, Brent, again, you have been under the responsibility a bit more this year. Mm -hmm. What is your obscure Larry Vaught question of the day? So this isn't – so it is week one. I'm not going to go all the way obscure because I do, like, you know, I could go further. But it's week one, so we're going to keep it a little tame, keep it in the realm of football. Did you you all see that – I sent this to you guys, so y'all did see it. Went Nebraska. Yes. They went to Ireland to play against Northwestern. Obviously, just an absolute terrible performance from Scott Frost, which is awesome. But it's a thing in Ireland to, if you're like a new driver or you're uh, 16, I guess whenever you get your license. Get your permit, yeah. Yeah. So they put like an N on your car for novice, and it's like a red N in the same font as like the Nebraska helmet. So – do, do you guys think that, like, and again, this is just like a loose question, but how funny would it be if the athletic director from Nebraska just went over to Ireland on, like, a vacation or something and was like, oh, wow, like, we have, a, like, a really great, like, Nebraska presence here. And for some reason it was just like, we should do a game in Ireland, just Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. Because it makes no sense for Nebraska and uh, Northwestern to go play in Ireland. Like, I just don't get it. So the idea that – he just drove around, saw all the ends on the back of the cars, and was like, "Oh yeah, like they love us here." And then they show up to Ireland, and everyone's like, "Who, who are these people? Like, what is a corn husker?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. to me would have been hilarious, but that's a little obscure. What's Let's your question? Well, that, it, that's <laughs> was that a statement? It started off as, "Did you guys see <laughs> it?" Was that a true story? Listen, yeah, it is a true story. Oh, I thought you started out like, no, "What if?" Like, so no, it's like a true story on the cars that is the exact same font and color as Nebraska football, and Nebraska just happened to be playing there. Yeah. So it wasn't really a question; it was the obscure topic of the week. Can we do he that? Asked the question, "Did you all see it?" And then answered it, "Yes." Uh, yeah. Did, okay. I listen, it's week. We've talked about this already. Week one, big. Just give me some more time. We don't have pre-production meetings, so just cut me some slack just for this week. Okay. That would be nice. Uh, we will. We will. Because I've been it, pushing for production meetings and we don't have okay. them. So. What would be the funniest for any team in all of college, and this is putting you on the spot, what would be the funniest thing for an AD to link that to thinking that they support their team 
and it has nothing to do with them. For example, like an easy one, someone goes to Africa and they're like, wow, a lot of Tyreek Hill fans here. Just a bunch of cheaters Jeez. running around the Sahara. Like, what could be something just out of the... Oh, wow, oh, we've wow. got Sahara. Our headphones came back. That just um, wow, okay. What would be the most obscure thing off the top of your head? Um, I mean, you could kind of do that with any of the, like, animal mascots. Yeah, okay. Maybe outside of that. Freddy? No. I'm stumped. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You could go to Greece for USC Trojans. Oh, Troy. Yes. yes. Or Troy with John Summerall. Yep. Could go to. A Trojan horse. Mm hmm. I could see you going to, like, maybe, like, mm, you could go to Ireland where it's like the countryside with all the hills. Western Kentucky. Or just, or just like a coach goes to Troy and for some reason he thinks he has to recruit every football player whose name is Troy. Let's just go to the obvious. Go to Ireland for Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Golden Dome. Yep. The Irish. I like that. I like that. Got anything else? That's all I've got yeah. right now. No. <laughs> I don't think you can do a lot with that question. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where that came from. It is obscure. I'll give you It that. is obscure. It is obscure. Extremely. Well, if we think of any as we go on, we go, okay, got three more questions. My ears are working now. Is that y'all's too? Yeah, 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 yeah. it just came out of nowhere. Um, who wins the SEC mm. in uh, anti-clockwise order? What? Starting where? Well, starting with you. Okay. Uh, Georgia. It's uh, Alabama. I think Alabama is, uh, is going to have a generational team this year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought my definite bet of the year would be just Alabama doesn't yeah. lose a game. I think that they're just going to yeah. win it so mm-hmm. easily. I, I, don't, I think it's them and everybody else. They right don't now. get both of their wide receivers out. They beat Georgia last yeah. year. Georgia had an all-time defense, and Bryce Young still tore them to shreds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost two games in a row, too, after being able to watch tape for a month and still couldn't stop them. You can take some credit for the Bama bet of that they won't lose a game, but you also heard that from – the most reputable source oh, Raven in sports Butler. betting. My little sister, Raven, who goes to Alabama, thanks for listening, Raven, um, said they're not losing a game. I was wow. like, well, do you know who you play? It doesn't even doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. No. I have a question for you, too. Okay. We've not talked about a lot, maybe a little, and most other media outlets haven't discussed the specialist for Kentucky. Mm. So you return the snapper, Cade. DeGraw, yeah. DeGraw. DeGraw. Yeah. Yep. You got Colin, uh, Colin Goodfellow. Yep. And you got Matt Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't Chance know who, Poor. Chance Poor. You don't know who the returners oh, well, are going to be. Oh, well, I keep forgetting Chance is still on the team. It should be Tavion for punt and probably one of the speedsters for kickoff. So apparently. the question I have, I mean, talk about the specialists, but a, a, a big criticism of Stoops throughout the years, which I think is unfounded, is you don't have a special teams coordinator, blah, blah, blah. You do have a special teams coordinator. Correct, Louis Matsakis. Exactly. Could you talk about his role a little bit and – and about the specialist, because I love that guy. Yep. Yeah. I think he's great at his job. He's really good at his job. He doesn't get much credit. He's None. a big name. Yes. I think the weird – not weird. The unique uh, skill set that he brings was he was a specialist in college. Yeah. And so he's somebody that from the kicking, punting point of view understands all of that but also knows the scheme of, okay, if we're going to do punt, here's how it should look. And I think a lot of the coordinators just know the scheme – but they come to us, and it's a foreign language of what we're telling them. He knows how to make it the easiest on us, which is really what it should all be about. And I think from a, just a purely a punning point of view, it's got to be one of the only 
coaches and coordinators and just environments where I would walk in each Monday and I would say, what are we going to do this week? This is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? And for most people outside that look at punt, they'd be like, well, we're just going to throw the ball back and you kick it. We had so many different things that we did to make sure that we were the aggressor and we were on top in punt and we dictated to them what was going to happen. And people don't understand that with all the different little things that we did. I'd start it in the shield. I'd start it in the gar- I'd start wherever and we'd motion that try and get them into safe. Just little things that we would do all the time to try and always ha- be one step in front of them. Um, Louis is unbelievable with that. Yeah, I, I just want, you know, I just want that to come out because I get asked that a lot, you know. Why don't we have – you got one. Yeah. He's a QC. Yeah. I mean, you can only have so many position coaches, yeah. right, on full time. You have a QC dedicated to special teams. I think that's great. Yeah. And how important that is to Mark Stoops, every Monday team meeting is team and then immediately straight into special teams. Yeah. That's the first thing that the team does all week. And if you win the hidden yards by more than 15, I want to say you win 87% of games. Explain what yeah. that is because people So the hidden yards are obviously um, you take all your field positions from punt, kickoff, kickoff return, punt return, and um, basically, I mean, they add up all the starting field positions, et cetera, et cetera. If you get a block punt, it's worth whatever. I mean, all that. If you win it by more than 15 yards, you win 80%, 87% of your yeah. games or something along those lines. You know, I, in, my, in my article today on KSR, I write every every week about how Kentucky beats and then Miami, you know, yep. just fill in the, the team opponent. And then I write about all three phases. Special teams for me this this week is easy. It's a line because week one game operation is hectic. It's chaotic. And you're going to see coaches pointing on the sideline, the little stretchy things. You're here, you're there. Getting the snipers out. Just to get <laughs> the special teams aligned properly week one. Because it's going to be, you know, going to be hot. You're going to have people in and out. That's a that's a major operation, yeah. right? I mean, people don't understand how how more important special teams are. I think, but two, how, how 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 massive of an operation that is because you're picking from the offense and the defense. And with the struggles of Wilson Berry, it's kind of almost put us back to the well. Collins really just the pocket guy. So now it's like we've got to be even more creative because they really know what's coming. Right. When we've gone with the Australian side with me, Panton, and then Wilson for one or two games. Then it's unpredictable. Are we staying in the pocket or are we going out? But with Colin kind of staying in there, they've got to be even more creative this right. year because now they've had a year to watch him too. I think what you're saying, Freddie, on game day is huge because you've got Coach Matt Sackis that can kind of take that on. Yeah. And normally you've got a coach that's also got to worry about the linebackers or something. He's got so much going on. Yeah. It's nice to have him at practice as well, be able to say instead of, hey, i got to go watch the defense, maybe say, hey, fix this and you're kicking your punting because it's something that I know something about. And you talk seven and five is the floor. Ten and one, maybe, you know. Ten and one would be tough. Something like that, yeah. 11 and one. Yep. You know, is the ceiling. Yep. Hidden yards. Not special teams. We've been calling for it for the last year when we had this podcast. It is coming because it has not happened for him yet, and he's now started two years. This will be his third. Ruffalo is going to have a game winner. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to have that opportunity. Whether he makes it or not, I'm not sure. He hasn't had that yet. He's missed one extra point against Ole Miss, whatever, but it's not really a game winner. He just missed winner. it. They're, that's coming this year, I'm and calling I can't wait. Georgia, I'm calling it right he's now. He's got my vote of confidence. Yeah, I'm calling it right now. A little spicy Italian. He's going to knock it through. Well, so wait. So we've talked about our, the Georgia game. Obviously, the yeah. big elephant in the room for Kentucky. You mentioned it. Do you, like? Do you think we beat Georgia? this I year? I do. I think. I think Kentucky beats Georgia this year. It was. It was just a spoiler alert. It's literally me, Nick, and Freddie are the only ones who have picked us to beat yeah. Georgia. From it KSR. does seem like for Georgia that we've kind of been 
the very similar but not quite as talented version. And now I feel like we're different in how we're playing. I'm much older than everybody here. Probably double the age of you all. Not Max. Not Max. It's a little close with Max. Traditionally, Kentucky had good chances against Georgia mm-hmm. uh, and Florida. Didn't beat Florida, obviously, because the games were late in the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, moving the Georgia game to the first of the year has been not helped Kentucky. But you're talking about coming up here. The, it's cold. <laughs> it's going to be cold. I mean, the be- the worse the elements, the better it's going to be for Kentucky because odds are that's going to be the coldest game that Georgia plays in all year. And you all have played against teams that come in here that from from warm weather yep. programs. I mean, they have every piece of clothing and the, lo- and the, and the equipment room on. It's a struggle, right? Just like it's going to be for Kentucky to go to the swamp. The humidity's higher. It's going to be hot. I mean, yep. it, it goes both both ways. So, a um, hundred years ago when I played, when nobody gives a crap about it, and I don't either, camera one and two, because <laughs> it's irrelevant. It's, it's so far – we beat Georgia two out of three years. Yep. And, and, you know, weather had a lot to do with it. Yep. Um, so, so, this is one of the last questions I have. It's it's always standard practice here on Pennant Deep, one of the last questions we ask on the way out. Most of the times it's funny because they don't really interact with Max and Miles, but you, uh, one year did work at the facility, had to deal with Max and Miles every yeah. day. How was that? The was specialist it? cracked me up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stunning. I love those guys. One, I mean, you see, when they were there, they even put it on Twitter. They did funny, funny things. Yeah. You know, with McKinnis, and it was funny. But I, I appreciate then, and I do now, why they did that. One, they do have a lot more time on their hands. But, <laughs> but the one way to put it. But, yeah. but the truth of the matter is, there's not two people on the stadium in the stadium that have more pressure on them than these two right here. That's true. Because it's an individual act what they do. To complete a pass, it, you know, it, it's a two-man operation. Mm. To punt, that's on you. To kick, that's on him. The, the only time I was ever scared on a football field ever in my life is when I had to punt against Mississippi State. You had to punt? You had to punt? I was, what? I was the emergency punter. How have we never known this? We so, didn't do our homework. Oh, my god. So, the gosh, punter yes. got hurt. Bill Hawk got hurt. So, he's like, you're up. Shout out, Bill. Um, you know. <laughs> So I went over to the the thing that you kick. The net. These cameras are really <laughs> screwing me. Had you practiced up. before? Yeah. Like yeah, I was, done it in high yeah, school. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was a punter. Okay. But I didn't. You know, I was a quarterback, so I didn't have time yeah, to do it. Yeah. So they said, go over there and kick some in the net thingy, right? Net thingy, yeah. So I was like, I didn't know how to put it up, whatever. <laughs> so I was like, you know, okay, and I kicked it, and it went thirty yard, thirty rows in the stands. Hey, we've all been that. We've just all like that. Max. You went into the net, went into the stands. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is not a confidence boost. <laughs> so the coach is like, okay, here's what you got to do. Catch the football, you punt it, then you sprint to the sideline. Because I was the quarterback, they didn't want to get me hurt. And I was like, whatever, you know. So I was standing back there, and I honestly, seriously, I'm joking. I had a mini panic attack, man. Because I'm thinking, these dudes are going to come at me really hard, really fast. I got to catch the football and then make sure I don't miss my foot. And it went, honestly, probably 25 yards. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but I, that is the only time I was ever scared on the football field was when I punted. So, I'm, I'm being totally honest when I say that the, they had to deal with that pressure somehow. Yeah. Because w- when they're on the field, it's a clutch situation. It's not like playing guard where I missed a block, but I'll get the next one or, you know, whatever. 
if they mess up, everybody knows it. If they do something good, everybody knows it. There's a fine line in there, so uh, I appreciated that. I think it's funny we've got two tool athletes here. Max has one career pass, one career punt. I mean, just swap positions at this point. CBR of 118.8. Oh, wow. Your employer, Fox. Um, Our national championship winner, who wins it? I've already gone Bama. I think you've gone Bama. So for you two. The most talented team in the country, and it's not Bama. Ohio State. I, I'm, Ohio with, State. I'm with him. I think Ohio, Ohio State's State. on a revenge tour this year. I do. Ohio State. Yep. Can Bama not be on a revenge tour if they didn't win it? I mean, yeah. I mean. Ohio State? It's Ohio State and Bama in the national championship, so I mean. Okay. Where's the playoff? It'd be those two, for sure. <laughs> well, there's four. Oh, oh sorry. I'm playing Bama. Uh, and then go, like, maybe uh, Texas A&M being unlucky to miss out, and then let's go uh, maybe Utah. <laughs> wow. I like Utah out of the West. Freddie? Mm. Utah could get beat at Florida, but I don't think they will. Nope. Notre Dame and Ohio State are going to cross themselves out week one. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Bama. Raven likes that pick. And yep. I'm going to go Ohio State because I do think mm-hmm. that, that they beat Notre Dame, they beat Michigan. God, that's tough. Clemson maybe because the ACC is not very good yep, as usual. Down. And then – I'm going to go the runner-up in the SEC championship game, whoever that is. I'll tell you one thing that is funny about football. So, Kentucky. It, it always yeah. happens. It doesn't take long to get hyped up, and it doesn't take long for people to think you're irrelevant. Clemson was – it was Clemson, Alabama every year for about four or five years there. Mm-hmm. Who's going to win, Clemson or Bama? Most people, Clemson, for a, long, a lot of it. They had one bad year last year, and everyone is off. One bad year, but they still won ten games. Yeah, that's the craziest crazy. thing. It's crazy, yeah. And yeah. everyone just goes, ah, oh, they're irrelevant. And the first game of the year for them. But I think, I think you have to have a footnote there. One, how is Dabo when he doesn't have a generational quarterback yeah. like yeah. the last two he had? Watson and, yeah. Two, I mean, it's the ACC. Yeah. I mean, that's a bad league. I mean, they're, they're going – I don't think the ACC is going to be around much longer. Yep. I mean, they're going to – somebody's going to grab Miami. Somebody's going to grab North Carolina, Clemson, and it, that, that's going to be the demise of the ACC because it's just not – just not uh, – I just don't see them making it. On that note, and I hate to say it, I mean, USC is probably my fourth team just because who do they play? Utah. <laughs> Utah. I mean, yeah, they play Utah, but, I mean, don't they get them at home or something? The thing, yeah. thing about USC is their ones are really good. Yeah. Then that's it. Depth, yeah. yeah. There's no depth. Yeah. The last one, and it's something that we love doing. Uh, another Mark Stoop saying, boys do what they want to do, men do what they have to do. There's no boys this week. It's just you know, who's the man doing what he has to do and winning the Heisman this year? Miles? I mean, about? you can go. No. No, we talked about We've Will. We've talked Sorry. about Sorry. it with Will. I mean, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young are going to be your top two easily. Okay. Um, I would go Stroud because I think Ohio State, like I said, is going to be really good. If you wanted a dark horse, the running back from Texas. Okay. Robinson. Bijan. Yep. I think Sark's going to be good. The new quarterback for him, Quinn Ewers, whatever. I think they're going to have a good year. I don't think they could beat Bama, but if they did, he obviously gets pushed on the national stage, and then you run with it. Uh, I think it's C.J. Stroud's, just point blank. I'm going to go defensive player Will Anderson. Wow. Best player in the country last year, best player in the country this year. See, but I my, hope you're right. My vote was – I, I voted Quentin Nelson. I didn't vote, but my opinion was Quentin Nelson at Notre Dame guard. Yeah. Nelson mm-hmm. plays yeah. for the – I thought he was the best player in the country. It wasn't even close. Yeah. So, 
my view on a Heisman should be the best player in the country, not the best quarterback. I think the best player, hands down, in America is Will Anderson at Alabama. And well, this is the last why, defensive one to yeah. do it. This Desmond, is why I yeah. love having Freddie in here because he's the football expert and he's the man that everyone knows to go to for knowledge. And my answers are the same as Freddie's, and so that for me gives me a little tap on the back. Will Anderson as well for me. Look, but you do. Both of you just fell into Brent's stereotype of the media just loving Alabama. As usual. I think, but uh, the media and just normal people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could have a generational defense just like Georgia last year. He's the number one player. Bryce Young's going to be great, but as we all know, like Lamar, Lamar had better stats in the season after he won the Heisman and yeah. didn't win it. It's going to be hard for, like, once you get to the pinnacle, people are then expecting Bryce Young to throw for like eight touchdowns a game. And if they can just lock teams out, especially in the SEC, Will Anderson wins it. I think Anderson's stats will probably be down because it's hard to get 17 and a half sacks. Just unreal. 30-something tackle yeah, for loss yeah. and 100 tackles in a season. Plus, I think they're going to clobber folks this year, yeah. and he's not going to play as much. Plus, you know, they load manage with players that are obviously going to be the first player taken. But I, I don't even think it's close. Will Anderson's the best player in the country. Yeah. And if they somehow do it two years in a row, and you'll know the answer to this question better than us, is Stetson Bennett the worst quarterback and maybe the only quarterback in the history of quarterbacks to win two national championships in a row and not be drafted? Yeah. Well, I've got to think about that. I mean, there wouldn't have been many teams that would have won two national championships with the same quarterback. With the same quarterback. But even if – a national championship winning quarterback that hasn't been drafted. Jake Fromm, did he, did, did he they, did fifth did they round. Win it with him there? No, no, but he no. still went fifth round. Georgia's last title was 1980 with Buck Ballou as the quarterback. Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> did Buck get drafted? No, he did not. He oh. is actually uh, oh, it's a, a Georgia tradition. sports media guy. Okay. Uh, I'll say this. It's better to be Stetson Bennett and not get drafted – than Stetson Bennett getting drafted in the third round at Georgia. I think he'll make more money just – he'll doing. be the Cash Daniel of yeah. of Athens. I mean, everything I buy, Cash tells me to buy or bank or – you know what I mean? <laughs> That's going to be Bennett for the next 50 years. His job is going to be to be Stetson yeah. Bennett. Freddie's just riled up on cornbread hemp. So, <laughs> my Trist, Tristan Yeomans, our old long snapper, lives down in Hoboken, Georgia, which is the – Heck of a good football player. Yes, county across from where Stetson's from. Stetson mm -hmm. Bennett's from around, around Pierce County, where they cut a lot of trees down. They have the Bennett Pharmacy. His parents are pharmacists. Uh, that street is just going to be named Stetson Bennett yeah. Street. And then he could go back there, and they would have the biggest party of all time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Will that right. be the greatest street in America? Stetson Bennett Street. <laughs> It'd Broad, be a, Broadway should be a and Nashville, small street. Stetson Bennett Street, yeah. State Street, Grove Street. That's got to be on the Bourbon Street. But just think, <laughs> he'll, he'll never have to ha get a job. No, no. I mean, his job will be to rock the he could, go, he could run quarterback camps in Georgia for the rest of his life. I, I wouldn't even stoop that low. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, it'd be 25 grand just to be on this podcast. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Imagine Take having that, like a, MD. that kind of football career, playing so well. <laughs> And having so much love from a fan base that you don't really need to get a job after you're done. Yeah, that's crazy. Who would ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It must be nice, doesn't it, Stetson? Um, it must be nice. That's all we've got. You got any more questions? <laughs> 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 he, just, Freddy just got it, yeah. But I like Max. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anything else? Oh, oh, we've got the most knowledgeable man on the couch here. We're about to wrap things up. You got anything else? I just think it's been a great episode. Who was, when you were there, and 
we, um, well, this is not like, and we wouldn't expect to be it anyway, but do, discount us even if that was the answer. Who was your favourite person to work with when you're on the, with the football program? Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Why? He just... Because we give him a lot of stick on the he show. He is so sincere. Yeah. He's so smart. Yeah. And he's just a nice dude. Yeah. I mean, just a, a nice dude. Luke, I mean, <laughs> you know, he just, uh, everything he did, with, I mean, everything he did with the hospital, yeah. you know, you did that as well. Yeah. Uh, but just Luke just seemed to sincerely care. Yeah. And he still does. I still talk to Luke, and, and that's a friendship that I'll have forever. And, uh, you know, just some players you get closer to than, yeah. than others, and, and Luke was, uh, was that player for me. I think so Luke, who's your favorite? Luke deserves a plug on here. That's good. Oh, yeah. he's, he's worth that. Yeah, we, have, yeah. we haven't given him a whole lot of love on this we show haven't. for certain things that he's done. Luke do. was responsible for my first ever internet purchase. Oh, he does oh, love wow. an Amazon Prime. I've never done Amazon. Okay. I don't even know how to do Amazon. What was the purchase? I bought a Jaguars hat oh, wow. off okay, their website. We Shipped it to you. So, that, that, I know we've, we've been trying to close this off forever. No, God no, this episode's been great. People my age or, or older are not happy about Saturday. Was a it's a computer game. Oh yeah, it's on the dagger on TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So the thing, the good thing about Pin It Deep is we're going to be able to fill everyone in on what happened at the game because mm-hmm. barely anyone's going to be able to see it. I That's don't true. go to the games. Yeah. Uh, I've not been to a game. I went to one last year, and I watch it at home. I do the pregame show, then I go yeah. home because I get too nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're gonna have to watch it here in the bar. No. No, no. Well, I can't be around people. It? You're just listen watch, to radio. Watching it at the bar is last year somehow. Some, I think my niece figured it out, and, and and I had it. But do I have to pay for the whole year just to watch one game? How does that? No, work? No, 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 no. Yeah, I have no idea. I figure like we all have ESPN. I still we, have cable. Yeah, we we can get ESPN Plus figured out. Like it won't be. We'll, we'll figure it out. I would watch it here if they put it on these things. Yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, even yeah. know That's if these things idea, turn actually. on. Like I, I've tried it like a few times. I don't. Did you but know that? that? that we I, on TV. I have no idea. Yeah, but like, it's not on the television. No, it's on the computer. Yeah, it's not. It's like, like on ESPN television. Plus. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. Is that? Well, you think Stoops did that as like a motivation to get like more ticket sales? Now every team in the SEC has to have one game that's not on ESPN. Oh, platform. so this is the only one of the yes. Year. Okay. Okay. Last have, year was I don't know. I have a last question for you. So Youngstown's on TV, and yeah, this one's which not. Makes no yeah. sense. But they, there is the rivalry there. Yeah. yeah. My, Miami's good. Miami's good. Yeah. I mean, that's not a. I mean, they got a really good quarterback. Big Ben. Rough, big Ben. Big ben. <laughs> Bring yeah. It back. No, they got they got a good quarterback. So. You might not be able to – so I'm, I'm going to phrase this the right way. And you might have a story with it. I'm not sure, and I hate putting you on the spot. Was there an all-time difficult person to deal with? Or a, a one maybe that just used to make you laugh or make, get you a little bit frustrated when you're in the facility? They probably won't be listening. <laughs> no, man, I can't go there. But I, I will say have this. you got a story? No, I – you know, my deal is all these years, man, is I don't talk about the locker room. I just, I just, that was beating to my head. I just can't, yeah. you know. It's not beating to Max's head. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, Ma- me and Max were a little bit different. Uh, but one thing that really, you know, even off the field, a few things stick to you. And uh, the smiles of certain players. Chris Oates' smile yep. warmed me up when, when I was there, where I saw him in the media and, you know, see him progressing now. But I'll never forget his smile as he walked down the hallways or the humility 
of Josh Allen yep. or talking to you at Texas A&M. You know, wow. we, we had a, a long discussion down there. And, you know, things like that is, are things that I take with me forever. And also I've had moments like that in the media, you know, when I've talked to certain guys and, you know, I've interviewed certain players and it just wasn't a good moment for them. And, and I could see they were on the verge of be getting emotional if they played bad, mm-hmm. something like that. And I'll just shut it down, you yeah. know. We'll, we'll talk later, you know. Uh, but little things you remember. But, yeah. I'll finish the season preview with this. If there was ever a better story to, to just be able to encapsulate and have all over the media come December, late December, early January, John Sliman, Chris Oates, the uh, tornado through Western Kentucky, the floods through Eastern Kentucky, a Heisman quarterback, and just everything that surrounded the program. We're probably missing one or two things. Stuff made what, in movies. What would that they be like in January? Oh, it'd be the beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Be unbelievable. And that's all I'm going to finish with that because things seems to work out in funny ways sometimes, and that would be outstanding. Yeah. I do have a story. Wow. Okay. I was leaving the facility one night. You know, we if you work there, you don't leave till late. Yeah. And I was walking out the back door, and I saw John bending over, just throwing up, puking bad. I was like, you all right, man? Yeah, man, I'm good. You know, wiped his mouth and went back in. So people don't realize what he went through, you know, how hard it was for him to walk around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the throwing up, just getting sick and to still not miss practice. I, I, the stories about John Schlarman are legendary, but, you know, you and I saw it firsthand. That, that sticks with me, and that was sticking with me forever. Just him, you know, going out back just so nobody could see him get sick, then come back in the building. This had to have been 10, 11 o'clock at night, and him to go back in and go back to work dealing with that. That stuff you remember. Yeah. I remember being on the practice field and just seeing him not want to quit from just walking around. And the guy could barely walk. Yeah. And he, we'd be like, you want to get – no, not getting the golf cart. Yeah. You want something? No, don't help me. I'll help you. I'll yeah. think. It's like, you just look after yourself, big fella, because you, he was struggling. So he was. He was crazy. And that's, it'd be great to, I mean, he's gotten a lot of rec- uh, recognition and rightfully so for the big blue wall. Um, but the national championship would be very nice. Mm-hmm. You got anything else? Running the football, too. Yeah. Finishing the game in victory formation. Yep. That's all I got. Hey. It's been a good season preview. Yeah, thank Pre- you, Freddie, for coming on. Uh, Welcome, Freddie. This yeah. might be one of our be- – this could be one of our best guests ever. Like, seriously. Because yeah. he's the only one that can actually talk football. True. We normally have the players on, and they don't even know their teammates half the time. But my, my picture's the t- not down there, and, you know, I'm not Will Levis, so. I'm the Mr. Irrelevant of this podcast. No, 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 no. no I mean, I think it's been very well established. It's literally me. So, I, so we'll be back next week. Brent's questions will be better, we promise. I, I promise. Bye over there. Bye, camera. Over there. Over there. And we'll see you next week. Actually, no, we will see you Friday. Friday because we'll have our game previews. Our game previews are going to be back. So make sure you go, if you have any questions, at KSR. Our game previews will be back for Saturday mornings. We'd love people to drive in, listen to our little 30-minute game preview. We'll be doing that each week. It'll probably be more so me and Brent than Miles because Miles has to drive from Nashville, but we'll have Miles each Sunday. Um, And, yeah, got any feedback for us? We'll ignore it, but put it on Twitter. One more thing. Oh, one more. If 
one camera and two camera, you enjoy this podcast. And you would like to be a proud sponsor or partner with this podcast. This is why we love Freddie. DM me. Yep. Message me. Get get in touch with me. We'll make it happen. There we go. There we go. Thanks. Sweet. Thanks. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.